Thank you for downloading this free podcast, and also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibblers. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house. Available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com/store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I would like to say I would handle the situation, you know, perfectly reasonable and yeah. very rational about you it. Wouldn't. Just be like, well, no, that's okay. I can just live without that. Because every There's situation no ends with, oh, I just need to call someone. Oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah. That's, that's how every situation ends with. And... It was not helpful. I don't know what I would do. I think about that sometimes about how I was in like 1997 because I, I refused to get a cell phone for a long time. I remember you bragging about that. You say yeah. that you're one of those guys who was just oh, like, that no, oh, I'm yeah. not going to do it. Nope. Refused to. Now I could not live without it. I don't know <laughs> I how know. I even survived that. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can can be found and thank you for finding us all right uh, of course on uh, friday well we did we did a couple of things we so did, we did we a did, couple sh- well i did one show you did two shows there were two shows on yeah. friday and and i want to have, uh, for for any confusion out there so there was uh, our interview that we had with taylor williamson on friday where sarah was here for that and then she took off after that and myself kenny and surprise guest keelan Oh, Did awesome. an entire show of her own. However, that show was broadcast live on the network. It is not out on podcast yet, so we'll have it out on podcast. Oh, it's a here super secret show. It's a super I secret show. I haven't even heard this. I'm pretty excited. It's a bonus show, so I figure we can place it whenever we want to. Okay, we'll, we'll put it up there. All right, so it's special. not too time sensitive. Are you going to hang on to it for it's, a while? Or? It's very embarrassing for the things that I talk about, <gasps> but it is. Yeah. What did you talk about? Uh, well, I guess you'll have to wait for the show. Oh, to listen that's to it. guarantees. Yeah, okay. So. Okay. Uh, no, no, I, I uh, may, I very much emasculated myself. So uh, that was that was that show will be out as a podcast here at some point as well. But Sarah awesome. is back today. I am. I just barely got back. I, I got back into town about forty five minutes ago. I'd say mm-hmm. I cut it a little close, and it wasn't for any reason of my own because I actually I really did wake up super early this morning. I was uh, raring to go, got my stuff all packed up, and left my house only to realize. That I had locked my phone inside of my parents' house, to which I do not have a key to get back in, and they have an alarm system. So I had left. So there's no way you could break in. There's no way I could break in. So my mom, of course, is a teacher. My dad's uh, semi retired, semi retired doctor, but uh, he wasn't working today. And so the second that I left this morning, which was at 8 a.m., he had left as well to run off and do some errands. Gotcha. So you drove off not realizing you had it. It's not like you just closed the door behind you. No, no, because I was gathering all my stuff and like we had been sitting at the breakfast ta- table eating some breakfast and I'd like set my phone down and then I wanted to make sure I remembered everything from upstairs and then just packed up all my stuff, didn't go back into the kitchen and just uh, or into the dining room and just left and I left without my phone. So I got about a mile away from my house and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, my, there's absolutely nothing I can do. My mom is teaching. I can't remember my dad's cell phone number off the top of my head. So I get to the house. I'm like, maybe something is unlocked somewhere. Nothing is unlocked. It's all like locked up and I can see the alarm beeping. Like it's actually locked up and I had no idea what to do. Did you check the windows? Did you try to break in? I tried to break in. Do you yeah. know the alarm code? I do know the alarm code. Oh, well, see, there you go. Then this, but I couldn't this get gives in. you an opportunity to scale some no, things remember, and like, break in. This is my, my mother and father, Greg. Remember how I think everyone's trying to steal my purse mm-hmm. and how I'm paranoid about everything and I double check locks and ovens and stuff? My parents are very much the same way. 
So you don't think there was any window that could there have been... There was absolutely no window. No, what everything you, is what checked What if you got up on the roof? Checked. Did you try the roof? No, I didn't try the roof. It's a huh. tall roof. And I, bet, I can't I bet get I could in figure through out a the way. roof. Especially if I knew the alarm code, I bet I could figure out a way to do it. Okay, well, I could not. So I was out there and I'm panicking. Are there any I'm trees like, next to it? Because is it a two-story house or is it it's, a... It's a two-story house. Two-story house? Yeah. Okay. So there, so there are windows on the second floor? There are windows on the second floor. Okay, are there trees adjacent to this? There are not trees adjacent to it. There are trees around it, but they're very far, like... I don't know, a good like six or seven. Feet How close away could from you it. get your car to the side? Would you be able to stand on your car I and jump up onto the roof? I stand on my car. It didn't come to that, thank God. Hmm. But I was, I, I was freaking out because I. What had about no a basement? Idea. Are there basement windows? We don't have a basement. Okay. Right. Well, I guess there's like a downstairs. It's like a split level. Oh, so there's a downstairs. The story changes. Okay, so are there windows down there? There are windows, but they're all locked. Everything's locked. Everything was locked. What kind of and lock? covered in spiders because it's Washington. Okay. I'm just saying, I, I think, I think maybe spiders. I could figure it out. No. Well, I, I could not figure it out. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, well, I could just leave it. But it's not like a phone charger or a book or something. I mean, it's my phone. I had to, I had to have it. It has all of my contacts and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it made me feel really fucking stupid. It bothers me to the fact that I had to. Like, it's something that I could not leave. Well, I don't think you're alone in this uh, fear of leaving your phone. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the show. Like, I don't. I don't know what I would do without my phone. Yeah, I was. I was completely. I, I've broken out. my phone before, and it's. It's like a, it's a nightmare because I'm so attached to this thing. It, it drives me insane. See, yeah. and I'm not, which is why I forgot it because I had just set it down next to me and hadn't even looked at it that day. I was just like, all right, just gonna pull it out, and then I'm getting ready to leave. So finally, I couldn't figure out what to do. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go to my mom's school, even though it's down the street. I'm like. I'm not going to show up at her classroom. Like, hi, I You're left gonna walk out into of the, the grade house. school. Can you even do that anymore? I don't think you can. Unless I, I was like all like panicky and disheveled because I, you know, had already been up. Yeah, because I got up at seven and I'm like all I'd been packing all morning and like getting all my stuff together. Have you drank a lot of coffee today? Yes, I have. Because because I, I just want to say you're. It made me stressed you're out. You're very um, for you quite sped up. No, so I, it was about eight thirty, and finally I, I was sitting in the parking in my parents' driveway. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna have to find a phone somewhere near here. So I drove down the street about a mile away, in the opposite direction, and went to a gas station. And I didn't know if they were going to let me or not, so I was uh, I was talking to the guy. I'm like, "Hey, listen, um, I'm sorry. I locked. I, I'm visiting from Portland. I locked my phone in my parents' house, and I can't get into there. I'm like, can I please use your phone? And the guy was really, really nice. And I couldn't remember my dad's number, so I had to keep calling my sister on the phone in the gas station. This is quite the conundrum. It was. It was so I kept calling my sister. Then she gave me my dad's number. I was calling my dad over and over again. He wasn't answering because uh, he. His phone, like I guess, it stopped working, so it was like re- like rebooting. So he couldn't even get any of the phone calls. So I'm standing in this gas station for like 15 minutes, trying to wait for someone to answer the phone so that I could actually get back into the house and get my phone. And it finally worked. Stop telling me to breathe. I don't know how else to say it. It was a very panicky morning. I well, I know. I want you to know. And then that I had to drive the, three and a half hours on top of that. So I, yes, I'm a I little. Want, yes, and I want you to know it's over. You made it. You did get your phone back. So I feel like you're reliving it. You're telling the story so well that you're reliving that panic. And I can only imagine what it was like to be around you for that 15 minutes while you were calling and trying to get a hold of someone. I mean, believe me, I would be panicking too. I, I certainly would be would be upset. But I think um, I think you're doing such a good job of telling it. We can all feel exactly what it was like. Can you please stop saying sarcastically that I'm doing such a good job of telling it? No, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm saying this. <laughs> you sound exactly like how I would picture. I mean, and, and it's probably how I would be too. 
That sounds that well. Sounds yeah, awful. it's a Monday morning. It's eight thirty in the morning. I'm sitting at a gas station where this person that probably looks like I'm trying to do like meth deals or something. That's well, yeah, that that could be because that's all I was thinking. I'm like, who asks to use a gas station phone except for somebody who's like clearly has some kind of like cracky problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had to stand there loitering while the other lady was not as nice and she just kept looking at me. And then every time I'd set down the phone, she'd take it away from me and put it back onto the the phone charging stand. Oh, and then I'd have to ask the guy. I'm like, can I? Can I use the phone again? Because they might be calling me back. Wow. Yeah, that sounds that sounds awful. Yeah, so that was about a good 45 minutes before I got to leave. So needless to say, I was an hour late leaving this morning, even though best intentions, I was supposed to be out by 8. So there's my wonderful story. All right. All right. Well, you made it. You made it. You're good. Um, you're safe. Yes, that's great, <laughs> Greg. So annoyed at me right now. Yeah. All right, why don't we go ahead and bring on our uh, super secret guest let's today? Let's do that. Let's bring on our super secret guest, ladies and gentlemen. Joining Fun Employment Radio now, Mr. Aaron Duran. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Aaron. Hello. I was holding my breath because you've had the mic, my mic I've, on like the entire time. I just realized that too. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw them like. So, so I'm like. Don't breathe heavy. Don't <laughs> laugh. Don't do anything. You've been doing very well, Aaron. I couldn't Thanks, even hear Sarah. your breathing. Yeah. It's being noted in the chat that uh, by Norm from Texas that he's asking. So Sarah Bremeloed herself. Is that pretty much what? Would that be a situation? Would that, that be a Bremelo? Like, that sounds like being, a, that sounds like something much worse. Than yeah. Just okay. I don't know. Because Bremerton, sure. Bremerton, Washington. For those who know, you know, some mix a lot calls people from Bremerton Bremelos, uh, and standing at a gas station. Call using their phone. I feel like if you got bremeloed, you don't get to sit down very comfortably for oh, a while. Some penicillin involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be. No. Yeah, it was a wonderful Something morning in a Bremerton gas station. <laughs> well, then you have to buy the sympathy thing, too, because I didn't need anything. But I'm like, here, I'll buy a soda. I don't know. I'm like, thank you so much. Oh, my default's always gum. Or, oh, or a little thing and acid. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time I've had to borrow somebody's phone, like a stranger's phone. To call someone. I, I don't know. It's yeah, because I was thinking about, do I go to the neighbor's house or do I'm like, I guess I'll just go to the gas station. I have no idea. How long have your parents lived at this house? Um, Over 10 years. Okay, so you were well out of high school then when they bought it. Yeah, I mean, it, they bought it actually right when... So it's not like you have neighbors like, oh yeah, Sarah, I remember you. Come on mm-hmm. in. Yeah, they mm-hmm. bought it when I was in college. Oh yeah, no, then you just... That's probably like 15 years ago. You'd just ago. be weird then. I would be so weird, right? Yeah. Except for every year at Christmas, my parents forced my sister and I... To bring all the neighbors that uh, like Fruit, cookies and candy cookie. or like, you know, cookies and chocolate for Please tell me they make you dress up. They don't make us dress up, but they make us go and knock on the doors and talk to all the Wait, neighbors. you guys have to? Do they go with you? No. They make us every year and we're the two oh, weird girls that have to deliver amazing. the Christmas cookies. But you don't really know any of these neighbors? You don't know you any of them. It's one thing if like like where my parents live, like I grew up there too. So I I know who the neighbors are generally, unless they've moved there within the last like 15 years 20 years maybe i don't know them which even then that's that's how far back i know these people like that's one thing if i had to go talk to them okay these are people you don't know no no they that's, only see us once a year and then we're just but now like they kind of expect it, though, i know but then like we're the they two weird girls no you, they just always look at us like what do you say to them just like hi this is uh, our parents live across the street they wanted us to bring this over to you and that's the thing like, <laughs> is it like a form of punishment for you or is there it a kind goal? of is every year I, I actually dread having to do it <laughs> I, I kind of want to spend a Christmas with you and your family sometime it's pretty fun it seems kind of magical yeah. I know Greg makes fun of it well, well Greg makes fun of a lot of things about me so that's true because he's dead <laughs> oh, inside I think that could be it yeah that's probably it no I've said that uh, some things are odd I didn't say that it was necessarily bad but that, that's <sighs> odd that's odd. Not I everyone has like, a country Christmas. I feel like we need to get your parents down here for at least some part of the Christmas, and that way they can hang out with us when like the pirates go caroling at Peacock Lane. Oh, boy. 
Because we get all dressed up and serve cocoa to people and stuff. Coco. Mm-hmm. All right, that sounds pretty fun. It is maybe I could. I don't know. It depends on if my sister has to go. It, you know, if my sister doesn't come for the holidays this yeah. year, maybe I can make it a, a Portland him, Christmas. Yeah. Come down here. Yeah. Come down here. Hang we on. won't take him on our Christmas Eve strip club crawl. Yeah. That we won't take him on that one. Okay. I, that I, that, I, would, I would that one might be that. awkward. <laughs> I don't think I. I would never. No. In a million years, like going to a bar with my dad is one thing. Going to a strip club, absolutely fucking not. No. Uh-uh. No. 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 My mom would go to one. I'm not going with her. <laughs> Has your mom gone to one with you? No. Okay. I'm saying she would. I don't have a mom that would not go to a strip club. Okay. Yeah. I am not going with her. You're not going to be that person. No, no. God, no, no. Yeah. It was weird enough having my sister at my own bachelor party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is Fair a little enough. close. That's a, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit much. Yeah. Well, so you did, you went to Seattle for, I the, did. for the weekend. I did. I had a, yep. a grand old time when sang some karaoke, got to hang out with my sister, drove around, um, because like, I lived in Seattle for a couple of years when I was younger in my sixth and seventh grade years. And we actually drove around our old neighborhood and found our house because I haven't seen it since. Was there a couple dance offs? A couple of Asian gang dance offs there happening? No, that was a different place. Oh. That was in uh, that was on Whidbey Island. Oh, well, that was, oh I'm sorry. UA1 sorry. was on Whidbey Island. All right. They this don't was, come into the big scary city? They don't come into the big scary city. So <laughs> this, <laughs> this was in... In Seattle, and then we drove by the old Catholic school that I went to and stuff. It was it was cool. And then that night, we ended up going out and went to um, you know a bunch of like really cool little bars, like in more the Pioneer Square district. Yeah, but and then, for anybody who doesn't know Seattle, like like Pioneer Square, Pioneer is, Square is downtown. Is, right? Yeah, it's downtown. It's kind of like the art district, but it's very uh, has a pretty large homeless population. Yeah, it's where I think where the entrance to like the underground tunnels. Yes, the tours are there. Yeah, and, it's one of like the yeah. older parts of Seattle. It's just it's beautiful and it has these huge you know like <laughs> lofts everywhere. Never go there right after it rains because it smells. Oh, it smells really bad. It smells really bad. Is just kind of washing away all the buildup. Oh God. Yeah, downtown Seattle does have kind of a. It's got a stank. It's got a stank. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's no other yeah, way. There's to put no it. way to get around it. Yeah. It's not as bad as downtown San Francisco, which fucking no. reeks. There's way worse, way worse cities. Yeah. For, as far as the smell, but it's it's got its own odor. Yeah. And it's not just the fish odor. It's mm. the no, uh, no, no, not that's that's the least of it. Yeah. It's pungent. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pungent. It sticks to you a little bit when you walk around. Well, Thick right. is what I, call I still it. I still like Seattle. Don't get me wrong. Love it. But yeah. Oh, I love visiting. You just got to admit, it's it's got a stank, yeah. Yeah, we've been kind of burned out because my sister used to live on Capitol Hill, and you know that's where we've used, primarily gone to, and neither of us really felt like going there, so we're like, let's go around downtown. And so we found a couple of the haunted bars down there. Had a really nice dinner at this place called the Owl and Thistle, which is an old Irish bar. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that place is amazing. Yes, I've hurt myself there before. You hurt yourself there? Yeah, yeah that's some pretty strong drinks. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, ended up finding this bar. So my sister, of course, as I've talked about, is way cooler than me. She's she is, yeah. She's no. pretty hip. Yeah. Yeah, she's a hip girl. You could kind of drop her in an episode of Girls and she'd just kind of blend in. I hate girls. Her so without I, being a horrible person. That's the thing. I've had many discussions about Lena Dunham because I do not like her and Heather does. And we, we just, she's one of those things that we've agreed to, to disagree it's on. because Lena Dunham's a horrible, horrible person. Yes. Well, the, the thing with, oh God, don't, don't get me started. Because I, I watched the first season of Girls and I see no reason why you should idolize those characters at all. They are the worst, worst people. And they could not be more self-involved and care less about the world around them <laughs> than the characters in that show. Like, they are not, they should not be idols for anyone to look up to. I'm not just saying for women. <laughs> Whatever. They're just bad people. It'd be like looking up to the people and it's always sunny. I appreciate that because it's funny and they don't try to, like, give a moral message. They're just all fucking awful people and that's why I love that show. <laughs> Girls, they're awful people and they try to pass off a moral. That's, ugh. Okay, ugh. that's... 
That's an interesting way to look at it. So it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but hipper and in Brooklyn. No, it's, like it's, if, it, if it's well, always but, sunny in Philadelphia, tried to say, well, we're how the world should be or something like yeah. that. Like, no, they're just bad people. And always, and that's why they're great. And always sunny in Philadelphia is so <laughs> clearly over the top. Yeah. And that's why it's fantastic. It's yeah. like there is no good it's person It's like thinking in the characters show. in Archer would be real people in real life. Like, yeah, no, right. eventually you're so vile that it clearly becomes part of the joke. Girls doesn't do that. And then the writing is shit. Yeah. Says the guy who's never been published. But the writing is shit. No, I, do, I, I have to say I really did like the first season and then everything else that's come after that. I'm like, what the fuck am I actually watching? Yeah. Um, but anyway, that being said, so sister, sister, cool. Lena Dunham, not. But uh, so go. we were in um, <laughs> Pioneer Square. And my sister was telling me how she went to, of course, like an art show with a bunch of her friends um, for like, I guess they have a first Thursday in Seattle as well, which I didn't know. And they were going around looking at all these galleries. And as you do when you go to art shows, try to find the places with the free wine. Sure. Mm -hmm. Right. So she's just like, I found this really cool bar that it's like uh, it's beneath another bar. So basically there's one bar on the main, like on the main street. However, there's a secret bar underneath it that you have to know like where the door is and where to ring the doorbell. Yeah. It, really? Yeah. In Seattle? It was awesome. Cool. Yeah. So we're walking through Pioneer Square, uh, right near the park, on, near like Occidental Ave. And there's this white door there. And it's just a white door. And there's a window next to it. And you can see it's just like a blank hallway. And there's a doorbell. And all you, you ring the doorbell. There's no signage or anything there. It's just door randomly unmarked on the side. Ring the doorbell. Weird. And so who, who knew about this? My sister did. Okay. She had been there because one of her art friends had told her about this this bar. Okay. So we ring the doorbell and there's this you can see a staircase and we wait for a couple minutes and then we see this guy, um, this like bald guy in the suit just come running up the stairs and he opens up the door for us and he's like, Welcome ladies and we're like no. Okay. And so there's like a almost like a, a swinging door that you walk through. It's like waist level and you walk through the swinging door. Like a and saloon door? Kind of, but it's a, it's a little lower. And so he opened the door for us and we walked down the stairs and it's kind of uh, does a little like loop de loop and we walk into this room and it looked like something out of a movie. It was – so you walk in. It's this full basement all painted white with all like leather, um, like white couches everywhere, big bright – so this place is called the Pharmacy. It has big bright signs everywhere that say like prescriptions and pharmacy with like pharmacy signs on it, like okay. throw pillows, yeah. uh, big squishy like lounge chairs, and you can just go sit anywhere. So basically, you sit in this room. It's made of you know white brick, and there's music playing, and there are all these like the pretty people. Oh yeah, all okay. like the pretty like how the, how big is this place? Um, I would say it would probably fit like a hundred people packed. Oh, okay. Well, that's bigger than I it's thought. Pretty, actually, bigger than yeah. I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it was, that's pretty big. Yeah, it was like a, a big basement, basically. Okay. And it had and it was all like fancily designed, and you would just go and pick a table to sit at, and all the all the furniture is different colored and very swanky, and they're like metal art installations on the walls, and then someone would come over and like get your drinks for you, and so we sat there and had fancy drinks in this secret bar. It was amazing. Hmm. Yeah. It, I okay, felt, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had no idea there was anything like that in downtown Seattle. I went no. to one in um, San Diego, and I think I talked about it on the show the last the last time I went down there. I think last summer, and um, and there's one in it's in the back of an all of a bar that's already there. So you go to the back of this bar, and it looks like a wall of kegs that are just like kind of stacked up, and and there are real kegs there too, but about half of them on this door are fake, and it's stacked up so oh, you wouldn't cool. really know unless you knew where to go, and yeah. you kind of walk up, and there's a little handle. And you have to open this door, and then you can. Is that like in the Gaslight District? Uh, yes, I think it is in Gaslight. Yeah, or Gas Lamp. Gas, gas lamp. lamp. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gas Lamp. And and you walk through the back, and then there's just just this woman standing at a table, and and once you make it through, sh- you you leave your name and number, 
uh, and uh, they will text you when it's time for you to go in. Like you can't just walk in because there's only a certain amount of people. And so you leave and you have to stay in that area. And when they text you, you either have to be in there. You have to be there, I think, within like five minutes or that's it. You're or they'll give your spot away? Yep, your spot that's spot. The, You're not like getting the, in. Kind of like the one that I went to in New York last year. I think it's just called Speakeasy. And they rotate the location about every four months. They change it. They have set oh, yeah. locations throughout downtown Manhattan, but they change them. But every four months they rotate it around. Oh, cool. And you only know about it if you know someone that then gives you a card. And you call the phone number on the card, and you actually have to schedule a time. What, what size is your party? And you know, here are the times we can let you in because they don't. Once you're in, you're in, but they have to try to schedule it out because the place only seats like 25 people total. Yeah. Uh. And uh, once you get it, <clears throat> they're like, okay, you know, Mr. Duran, we have you booked for 9 p.m. on Thursday night. So be at this address and call this phone number. Oh, and you so go to cool. this address and it's the one we went to. It's literally like um, any, just try to imagine like you guys. Well, I know Sarah's been in New York. Mm. You know, like the standing room only like hot dogs restaurants. When you walk in like a pizza or hot dog. Oh, yeah. Like there's literally no one to sit. There's a dude behind a bar. You get in line, you get your hot dog and you get out. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. You walk in. We walked in this hot dog thing and there's like a broken arcade of Tetris and this shitty fucking payphone and it's hot as hell in here and it's gross and it's just sweat and steam from all the hot dogs you call the number <laughs> oh, you pick up the pay steam. you pick up the payphone and you dial that number and you get a you'd say like hi my name's you know Mr. Ann I have the nine o'clock of a reservation one moment please and it hangs up and then a panel opens behind the payphone Wow. And it says, yeah, welcome, come on in. And then you walk down the stairs, and it's just this gorgeous. The one I went to is like this 1920s. It looked like a 1920 That's speakeasy. Amazing. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah. This one, uh, the one oh, in San Diego, wow. is called the Noble Experiment, and you can find it online. There's a couple in know, Portland too that are hidden bars. Yeah. the The one down there, it was really cool because once you got into it, you know, they serve like old fashioned cocktails, kind of like Secret Society style mm. cocktails. But the wall, and it's really small, so that's why when you said that one held a hundred people, that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I this would say one, like if it was wall to wall, because I did look it up, and they did say like that. I remember that being the capacity because they said it can be rented out for like private events, and that's as many that's as you can pack said. in. Yeah. That's cool. And this one, the the one really cool thing down there too was that they had this wall that was all skulls, so it was like it was like decorative skulls. But the human? entire wall, right. they were they were smaller than human skulls. But they, well, they were human miniature human skulls, baby skulls, baby skulls. It was it was covered in baby skulls. Oh uh, God! <laughs> yeah, but without the creepy baby teeth look. Yeah, it was oh, it no was pretty teeth. it was pretty cool. All of them. Yeah, Blah. pretty cool place. Noble Experiment. That's in San Diego. Yeah, there's one up on Belmont that I have yet to go yeah, to. Yeah, that's a bar within a bar. Yeah, so it's a bar within a bar. Belmont and like, here in Portland. Yeah, yeah, Belmont Avenue here in Portland in Southeast Portland where there's a bookshelf. And I've seen the bookshelf and there's a particular book that you're supposed to pull out and there's a keypad in there. Yeah. And you type the number the, to which you are given to get into the back room and there's a full second bar back there. I've been to that like one. Shuffleboard. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's okay. Is it okay? Yeah, it's filled with kind of... You know oh, okay. I mean? Well, most places. I like guess that. most places are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This place, there were lots of girls teetering around on heels and like lots right. of sparkly yeah. dresses and stuff. There was a time when Angel and I got really close to getting into a business together and opening a bar. Because you guys remember, what well, is Roteur? Does it still exist? I think it does. I'm pretty sure. So, yes, y- is that the yeah? That's yeah. So years and years ago, we got to film. Uh, we did a 40 hour film festival, and Angel said, "Hey, let me talk to the guy who owns the building because there is a." There is a decrepit old bar behind the old Guardian shop because Rotor was above the old Guardian. She says, it's a decrepit old bar area. If I can get permission, you guys want to film? Because we were doing like this gritty superhero type 
mm-hmm. little short film. Mm-hmm. So we had to film back there, and it's gorgeous. <gasps> was it the downstairs the part? The downstairs that, that no one uses. Do you remember that a long time ago? I think that was where they moved the Meow Meow. And they, that bar, bottom part, I remember going to shows yeah. there like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, it's been empty but it for was, years. Yeah, it, wasn't, um, it, it didn't last very long. No, it's a gorgeous – so Angel and I, the problem is that she couldn't get the guy who owned the building – and I wasn't in a financial situation to open a bar, but she couldn't get the guy who owned the building. That building was te- that part of the bar was technically part of Rotor's massive, like their entire what they leased. Mm-hmm. And the guy just didn't want to split it up because then you, I mean, you have to you split have com- buildings. You got to do new permits. Yeah, because we were basically we were going to open this secret back room, like nerd fantasy bar. We were going to make it look like you had walked into like the Prancing Pony. Well, the Green Dragon <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Because it had nice. like the sweeping staircases and it was all oak. Oh, it's going to be so cool. And you could only get to it either through Guardian's old back room mm-hmm. or this weird alley entrance. Which was strange. You could even get to it from Rotor. So I have no idea why it was part of its lease. Huh. Hmm. I was, man, now I'm just thinking about it. Oh, that sounds magical. Well, because I remember when Lisa and Brian were going to be in that big pod there. I think that was going to be the bar. Yeah. Because that's the that's the back entrance. Well, thankfully, Big Ass Sandwiches is moving to a bigger and better location. By strippers. By strippers. <laughs> <laughs> to Carts on Foster. Which I'm I think so- they're hoping to be open this weekend. This Friday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Mm. So, yeah, Rotor, Rotor is still a bar. It's still over there. Okay, yeah, yeah. But the upstairs part. Amazing mm-hmm. still exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but the secret where- bar was pretty fancy. And then we went on our own self-appointed haunted uh, bar tour where we went to this place called the Merchant's Cafe, which is one of the oldest, it's supposed to be one of the oldest bars in the Pacific Northwest, and but it's definitely in Seattle, but one of the oldest ones like on the West Coast. Yeah. And it was amazingly beautiful and totally creepy. Where's that it was one great. In, in Seattle? It was, uh, it's near Spike Pioneer Square as well. Okay. Yeah, so it's like right next to the main square area, but it has uh, you know, like the tin carved ceilings and like these huge oh, Tiffany's wow. chandeliers. That's cool. It was absolutely gorgeous. And so we ended up talking to the bartender for a little bit because this place, it has haunted paintings because it, it's kind of like a, the White Eagle uh, the White mm-hmm. Eagle Saloon here in Portland, where Mer- there was a Merchant's Cafe and Saloon. Yep, is that the okay. that's it. When Merchant's Cafe and Saloon, where there was a brothel upstairs, and so <laughs> what they would do is the the pictures on the wall still in the bar were the pictures of the women in the brothel, and so oh, that's guys, cool. So, so when, back in the day, there was a brothel upstairs. There not was a now, brothel. not yeah, currently. There was no now they're apartments. Okay, but um, so we were reading all the folklore and stuff. <laughs> Just want to clarify, depending on where you're listening, there could be brothels that's true. still. Uh, so Operating. depending on the folklore, they had the all the women who were available for purchase upstairs. And what you would do is you would talk to the bartender and be like, I'd like that one. And they would bring you upstairs to uh, point to the picture and you point to the picture of the woman that you want. And they'd bring you upstairs to her room. And there's also a woman that um, that's kind of classy. I know. Right. And, I mean, and there's you know. there's a there's one of them that's supposed to be like the super haunted picture. And then like if you go the uh, the bathrooms are down in the basement and it's really fucking creepy. Yeah. Like you walk down this really long uh, staircase and the women's bathroom is reportedly uh, super haunted. Like people will see someone go in and lock the door and then we'll wait for like 15 minutes and finally go up and complain to management and they'll open the door and there's nobody in there. Like there's that nobody used to happen to the Rose and Raindrop all the time. Yeah. You, the women's bathroom thing. was always being, the doors were always being rattled and women would come out saying, that's not very funny. And the bartender's like, yeah, this is your first time in this bar, isn't it? Oh, wow. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> oh, also just real quick for the Merchant's Cafe, which you totally have to go to next time you're in Seattle. Okay. It has the only picture that's ever been taken of Chief Seattle. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like that one that you've seen, you know, the black Everywhere. and white one. Exactly. So they have the original They one? have the original. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So huh. it was very exciting. So we went on our own self, uh, self-appointed self ghost tour. 
I need to go on another one of those soon. Mm-hmm. It was fun. On a self appointed ghost tour, or just go back to Greg's house. Yeah, or just hang out at Greg's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll kind of work too. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Nightmare at Nibbler is available at funemploymentradio.com. You can click on that link and, uh, and that has uh, footage from the Ouija board session. It does. Yeah, which did move on its own. Oh. And yeah. wait, don't say anything else. Yeah. Do you still have that board in your house? Well, that's a yes. Do you? I do only because we were going to end up selling it or something like that. Because uh, I, this was a donation, but John and Boring, you know that's not staying at my house. So he's well aware of that. You know what you could do? You can rig a planchette to put like a Sharpie in the middle of it. And then you can ask the ghost to sign it and then auction that oh, off. Oh, fuck that. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Oh. Nope. Because then we'll get the ghost name because they hint. <laughs> if you watch, if you purchase Nightmare Nimrods, you'll we get, a, we get an idea of what the entity's name is. Oh. <gasps> Uh, oh, that no. would be awesome! No way, because then I'd have to leave it alone in my room for a while and be like, hey. no, no, "No, you'll have to hold it. You have to do a session oh, and ask it that. to spell its name." Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Hey, what if it spells its name in your handwriting and it's your name? It just <gasps> says Greg. We would have to do that and auction it <laughs> off um, for charity. <laughs> the charity, uh, of, the charity of my uh, bank account. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> help Greg pay his mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I could do that part though. I don't know if I could do that. That that'd be too you much. You can't, Greg. You'll be fine. It's in my room. This okay, is where Greg. I sleep. It's where I sleep. No, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do Everything's that. Everything's just fine. It's all in your head. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, that can't be it. No, anyway. we've confirmed it's not in your head. You know, everyone was or at not. Side. Everyone was at that listener or party. Or do you have to get the video to find out? Oh, we don't know. Well, the video has extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. God dang it. Nightmare Nibblers, buy that at funemploymentradio.com. Anyway, now that's making me I like how it's been confirmed, but you're still avoiding everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's just all twitchy over there. Right. No idea. No idea what you're talking about. Twitching nibs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of any other secret bars here in Portland, but I, I can't think of any other. There's one that I know. They, there aren't secret bars, but there are bars that have... Like, well, I mean legal secret bars. <laughs> yeah, there I don't are lots mean somebody's li- yeah basement where you can buy a drink. Or yeah, there's something. one close to here that has a trap door that they open like at last call and ever- they'll shuffle everybody downstairs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a homebrew club that because the rules of the homebrew are kind of weird. That basically, if you know this guy's house and he's totally on the up and up, like he's not going. He's like a good. He's a really good brewer, and actual microbreweries will visit him and they'll talk and they're all part of a bigger club. Well, that's but cool. basically, if you see the, it's a green sign. It's like a green tankard, neon sign. If you see it turned on, that means he's down there manning his basement pub, and you can come in. And it's quote donation only, and you just you just sit there and drink and talk about beers and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like he always yeah, so has like is four. Like an ta- after club, because I remember every time I go, like they couldn't sell alcohol, but you donate yeah. ten dollars to come in. Years and years ago, yeah. back when he was still alive, uh, Don Younger at the Horse Brass would do lock-ins. Oh, cool. So when it's closed, if it was only the regulars, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, I'm going to keep drinking, lock it, and the door's shut, and a jar comes out, and then it all becomes donation. Oh, that's a really good impression of yeah. him. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. No, that's exactly like. what he said. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to keep smoking and drinking, lock in. That's awesome. <laughs> I like the cut of his jib. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, you're back from Seattle with your phone. I so am. You made it. Thank God, with my broken phone. Mm-hmm. Did you still- break it? Well, yeah, I broke it a few weeks ago. It's starting to, like, it's crumbling in chunks, but I, I don't want to transfer all my pictures and stuff because I'm lazy, so I'm just waiting for the front of it to actually fall off before I replace it. Well, are you due for a replacement? No. Oh. <laughs> nope. 
No, because of course I I cut my contract with the mm-hmm. uh, shitty Verizon and went with uh, Metro PCS, so I only have to pay it monthly. And oh, I have insurance. Oh, so you've got like, to buy a phone, or you? No, no, I have insurance, so it's covered. I just don't want to. I don't want to have to transfer my pictures. It's just laziness. It's just you know, laziness. but you don't actually transfer your pictures, right? It's you an realize. Android phone. You realize it'll do it automatically. It'll be like, oh, new phone. Yeah, you're not actually. Oh. Doing anything. Well, then I should probably get Especially if he just does it all for you. I know. That's why I was wondering why you yeah. kept holding on to that. I'm like, you have insurance. I know it, it does, you know, with insurance, it still costs a little bit. But that thing's going to fall apart. Yeah, like minute. literally when you get the new phone because you're on Google, it's already been backed up to their cloud automatically, whether you like it or not. Oh. Yeah, that's So just when you go to bed, like activate the new phone, leave the old one on, and then... Wake up in the morning and like, hello, I'm your new they, phone. They make like, sweet, sweet phone love in the middle of the night. You wake up and it's all there. Like, hi, Sarah. No, I'm it's your... not. That's magic. Yeah. Black it magic. It just downloads it all for straight Yeah. From... That's why like it's every all time, online every right year now. or so when I get a new phone, it just says, would you like to transfer? And you say, yep. And you, like three hours later, they tell you like, this will eat up a lot of battery power. So maybe you do this while it's plugged in or overnight. Huh. And you wake up in the morning and, hey, look, everything I'm used to is back. Well, I'll be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I don't need to put it off. That's any people longer, in the but... chat are saying all your pictures are on the internet already, <laughs> yeah. and they are. You, but the thing for you to adjust Even the ones you don't make, like. Make sure they're not uh, posting publicly. That's yeah. Well, I'm not. What? Why would they? Pu- what? Well, Google Plus, which is where a lot of them get stored to. Uh, if probably it's it's private. Wait, all of you my pictures are what? No, uh, no, it's on Google's cloud service automatically. Yeah. You have to but, tell it to post publicly. She would have yeah. had to have told it that. Well, I know. I'm just saying, make sure. Although you're not, you're not very good with electronics. Okay. You may have told it yes on accident. I'm not. I accidentally did that with <laughs> mine, and I accidentally uh, click allow when I was messing around with Google Plus, like for five minutes when I first got it, um, and then realized it sucks and didn't didn't use it anymore. But I accidentally set mine to where it was posting publicly, so then I had to uncheck that. Okay, I'm looking right now. Mine aren't posting publicly. All right, well, then you're okay. Okay. God, you freaked me out. Well, it's not like I have anything bad on there. Just pictures of, like, shoes and dog paintings and fun <laughs> stickers I see in mac Portland. And cheese. Look at someone's really sad life. I know. We're going to hack this woman's account? No. God, no. <laughs> no, God, no. I have a bunch of fun pictures from Seattle this weekend, but none of them are scandalous in any way, so it wouldn't be fun for anyone. Yeah. No. All right, fair enough. All right, yeah. Well, uh, should we do a little bit of a uh, world of crazy? <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. <laughs> I like making it wait a little bit longer. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? Waka waka. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. This story is legitimately crazy, and it comes to us from Chicago. You didn't do any world of crazy while I was gone, right? No. Okay. We, didn't. we did some nerd facts. We did a little bit of, uh, what else did we do? Yeah, nerd facts. Oh, well, I guess this is yeah. from- Just a lot of talking. This is from Saturday anyway, so never mind. All right. Out of Chicago comes a story about the Grateful Dead. Yes, it's 2015. Ah, uh, the dead. Well, I, I don't know if you heard about this because I didn't. The Grateful Dead is reuniting. Should for... I guess? Sure. Is it going to be a hologram, Jerry Garcia? Mm, no, <laughs> but that's a good guess. It could be, but that totally isn't what the story is about. Okay, all right. I mean, it, I, I'm not I have sure. no idea what the story is about. Uh, honestly, I was. All right, well, I just gra- wanted to make that guess. <laughs> the Grateful Dead is 
reuniting, I guess, sans Jerry Garcia, yeah, for three back-to-back farewell shows that'll be happening in July of this year at Chicago Soldier Field. Uh, and tickets have gone on sale. So tickets were initially supposed to be lower priced, not too extravagant and such. So the tickets went on sale this past Saturday morning. And they drew so much attention that Ticketmaster's website temporarily crashed. So the tickets were set priced between $59.50 and $199.50. But as of Saturday afternoon, people were reselling and successfully reselling their Grateful Dead tickets for as much as $15,000. Good. Wow. $15,000 for a Grateful Dead reunion minus Jerry Garcia. Good thing them boomers stuck to their Uh. anti-material ways. Well, and it's not just boomers either, because I dated a girl for a long time, um, nice girl, but her and her friends, very into the Grateful Dead. I, how that worked, I don't know. So yeah, the, the two phrases I can't connect with were dated a long time and Grateful Dead fan. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know. Fuck. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Well, you especially dated her a long time friends. ago or dated her a long time? A long time ago and a long time. <laughs> so was, both she, of was she good at like weird hippie sex? Was this, that it? Because that I get. You I stuck mean, around for that. There, there are reasons. Yeah, but um, <laughs> this was one that smelled like patchouli, right? Oh, no, no, no. Because you had said that you dated a hot hippie chick, but she smelled <laughs> like patchouli. You've said no, this that was on the a, show. no. That was that was in college. Okay. That was somebody else. All right. Well, Greg that was, was a type, apparently. No, that was just uh, you're <laughs> you're here. Okay, you're here now. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> no, that was the girl that got me to wear patchouli. Oh, I'm I'm well aware of the. In you're college. here. You'll do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, th- but that whole thing—they are obsessed. People that like the Grateful Dead are obsessed with it. And yeah, no, there is no casual Grateful Dead fan. No, and they will pay however much money they could possibly, however much money they can pay, they will pay. Oh, and they, they are. Will pay. Yeah, they are paying. And I guess I just don't get it. When pre-sale began this month, uh, over three hundred thousand tickets were requested. This is just for three shows. This is for three shows. I really wish I had paid attention and bought one of those tickets so I could resell it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I would have. I would have been <laughs> online. Click, 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 click. Well, the reason the band is playing at Soldier Field in California or in Chicago is because uh, I guess it's the last place that they played with their original frontman Jerry Garcia, who passed away a month after the performance, which happened in 1995. He passed away in 95. 95. Oh, I thought he lasted longer than that. Mm, I know. I thought so too. I thought it was like maybe I'm getting him confused with um, what's his name, Crosby. Crosby was National Young. David Crosby. He's still alive. That's what I mean. I, maybe I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> He's like, when I see them, I know, that's what I'm in my, eh, whatever. <laughs> so who's going to sing for him? Well, they've they've done reunion type shows before. It's uh, F- Phil Lesh, I believe, is the... Who's Phil Lesh? I believe he's the other one. How do you know his one. name? Is he from Fish? Again, I dated a girl for a long time who was into this stuff. I, I didn't have a choice but to know this. Phil Lesh still tours and does concerts. And then he does, a, he also sings for the Grateful Dead. So he did a lot of the singing too. It wasn't just Jerry Garcia, and so I think he's the one that takes over that role okay. when they do the live Phil shows. Phil Lesh. Phil Lesh. There's also a thing called Dark Star Orchestra, which <sighs> is, oh my God, there's nothing worse than a Dark Star Orchestra show if you're not a Grateful Dead fan. They what they do. <laughs> wow, well, I didn't realize you knew so much about. This. I had no choice. In the I matter. really, when I pulled this story, I had no idea yeah. he had such a like storied history with the Grateful. Well, they Dead. all travel on the same bus with like Polysphonic Spree, whatever the fuck they're called. <sighs> I don't. No, there's well, there's string cheese incident probably. Uh, Dark Star Orchestra is a band. Which, by the way, that's a cool band name. That is a cool band name because I don't know, but I don't know anything about. Well, here's band. what they do. So they take like actual Grateful Dead concerts because there's a lot of videoed Grateful Dead concerts where they would video the entire concert and then illegally or illegally it would get out there. Like Grateful Dead, you know, December 
1982 at Autzen Stadium. Like, you can probably find a video of that show and their entire set list. This band then does that show in its entirety exactly how they did it. Oh, wow. Including the noodling guitar solos and, the, and where they're, you know, jamming out, man. You know, that stuff. They do the entire thing, so it's just like the concert. They study it and do that, and then that's All right, If it was a band show. that I liked, that would be very cool. I guess. I don't know, man. There's nothing about that that sounds appealing. I no. went to one where at uh, Horning's Hideaway, which is uh, outside of Portland. It's like I, I've never even met Greg before. Who is this person? So Horning's Hideaway or Hideout. How hot was this chick? She had to be Well, I don't know. Hot. I was... I, How old I don't are you? know. I don't. I. This is a mystery point in my life. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I can't explain. I can't. It was explain the time in his life when he didn't know how old he was. Apparently. Yeah. Well, how no. I mean, I know how old. I mean, I can't explain <clears throat> that relationship. So, uh, this was early twenties. This so, is like that whole time, that era, like when people interview Stephen King when he was writing Carrie, mm. and he has admitted that he was so coked out that he has no recollection of writing Carrie. Huh. This is your this is your life here. You have no. There was so much patchouli. You were so patchouli and and, and, and hippie. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You remember none of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like all I can say is if you're not into the dead, never get tricked into going to a uh, Dark Star Orchestra show. It's the worst. It's the worst. Wow, Here's the thing: feelings. if you're just if you're not into the Grateful Dead, like no, just I don't don't make friends with people that are into like you're just you're you're well, not going to get it's along. My own, it's my own mm. fault. But I mean, I went to this thing. It was a it was a camp over. So you camp at Horton's Hideout, <laughs> oh, God. which is just outside of Portland. So you camp there on the grounds, and it's it's neat enough grounds. And then the band plays forever, forever. They never stop playing. They never They're still playing to this. They day. are probably still playing. Mm-hmm. And so, they, like, they would do an entire concert, and then they bring up their buddies, and then do keep on going. And you know, I don't smoke weed, so there was just nothing for me at this place. Like nothing. A bunch of hippies dancing around. The music never ends. You can't go to sleep. Yeah, they don't know how to. You end only have song. whatever booze you brought with this, and I didn't bring enough booze. <laughs> you uh, can't so, bring enough booze. They, there's not yeah. enough booze in the world. And and since I didn't do you know I, I don't do drugs there was nothing for me for this that's I'm that's my warning wow, yeah, and that the girl that went memories. and the girl that went with you is not gonna there's gonna be no sex oh, they time. were all that's doing, what I mean they're all dancing they're all and dancing and doing all their thing you getting know? in touch with the goddesses yeah I don't their know. inner goddess I'm just because they're women with a wife I'm just walking around like <laughs> holy shit this is awful and but I've had just enough to drink I can't leave so yeah start walking man. Uh, there's nowhere to walk to it's out in the middle of nowhere how far is this place it's pretty far out there it's out past Hillsboro. I mean, you would. It's out in the country. Oh, yeah. I yeah mean, there was no you'd West be walking line, along. There was no way. West Line Max yet that you can get to. No, no. And this is even still. It's way past the max. Like it's it's out, just, it's just this like property. This just start owns. hitchhiking with a sign. Running away from a Grateful Dead concert. Please help. <laughs> please, please rescue me. Please rescue me. Save me. I have a short story that kind of transitions from Grateful <laughs> Sorry, Dead. Sorry, Sherry, we're all like, we're just <laughs> That's all right. You guys work your issues out. Uh, this is in Lincoln, Nebraska. A man in Lincoln, Nebraska has been cited for possession of pot inside of a container that he had clearly labeled with not pot. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, so he wrote not, says so. Yeah, not pot on the outside of the label. However, the police were not tricked. Uh, Lancaster County deputies stopped the man's vehicle around 9 p.m. this past weekend. Officers found a plastic sour cream container during the search of his car, and the driver did, in fact, acknowledge that it was marijuana and not green sour cream. He was arrested on suspicion of drunk driving and cited for having less than an ounce of marijuana. Where was this at again? In Nebraska. Okay. In Nebraska. Do you think it's kind of weird that we're probably going to have legalized gay marriage in all 50 states before legalized weed in all states? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I just never thought that would be the way it would go because yeah. we're, just, we're just so hung up on, you know, dudes and their 
because like no one cares if two chicks get married because we're a country of hypocrites. Mm-hmm. But like it's the no. dude thing that grosses people out. Yeah. And Greg's like, yeah. I mean, it, that's that's a fact. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um, oh, America. Hmm. I don't know. Well, there you go. That so is, if you're trying to hide weird. your weed, you should probably not I don't, I don't know why it. that popped in my head. Yeah. No. Don't. Odd. It's not weed. Yeah. Uh, there's a place in Massachusetts called Manchester by the Sea. Did you guys know this? I do because I, I like towns That's the coolest have... name ever. Yeah. That's the name of the town or? Yep. Manchester by the Sea. The by the Sea is part of it? It's all hyphenated. Manchester yeah. by the Sea. Just okay. like there's a neighborhood like in London called like Upon the Thames. Like, so I like it when they're like, Ooh, I like, like I wish it. we would rename like Portland Upon the River. Like rename our whole town. Ooh, Portland Upon the Willamette. Yeah. Sure. No. <laughs> no. I used to live near a road that was called uh, the Egg and I Road. <laughs> it was the weirdest road name That's ever. That's bizarre. why I always remember. There's a there's a Chop Suey Avenue in Lake Oswego. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Well, there's also an entire neighborhood in Lake Oswego named after um, Hobbit locations. What? In Lake Oswego, Oregon? Uh-huh. I had no <laughs> idea. Where- yep. In, in like the really rich fucking area, too. Huh. Like, so up in the hills of Lake Oswego, like, actually around the lake, what? there's a tiny little neighborhood that is all, like, you know, Shire Boulevard, you know, um, you know. Like, all the streets are named all after? All the streets are named after Tolkien locations in The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Wow. That is weird. I mean, I never, I don't, I don't spend much time in Lake Oswego. Like, that's where. I think I've been there once. I've been there. I mean, yeah. I go there, yeah. but usually just for a purpose, and then I leave. I only hang out there. I used there. to live there. I lived oh, really? about a year and a half when I was going to Merrillhurst. Oh, wow. The three of us were renting an apartment. The only apartment in Lake Oswego that has has boat launching rights. Hmm. Huh, nice. Yeah, Lake Oswego, oh, uh, for anybody who's not yeah. from, it's kind of the, it's where uh, the, Blazers the wealthier. Yeah. It's the Shishi area. <laughs> it's the Shishi area. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah south, of, south of Portland. Um, I, remember I played a I concert first, there a couple of times. I remember when I first moved here, I, I learned of Lake Oswego because of the uh, the horrible nickname that it has. It's got some nicknames, yeah, that you can. Yeah. Really? I'll tell you off here. I remember they call it like Oswego when you're when they like that's we have to say it if you mm. live there. Like Oswego. So there's there's another nickname for it that we won't say on air, so that's just not going to happen. But how do I not know? There's this name? blazers that live there. Uh, no, I'm not even going to yeah. go down that road. You can go figure go it out yourself. Okay. You Look up just Google nicknames for Lake Oswego. Yeah, because that's the first thing I heard when I moved here. I was like, Whoa, oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. really the nickname. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> well, it's it was, not no. the it's not the nickname people from Lake Oswego want it to have. No. I'll say that. Although, unless <laughs> they, they're unless not they, choosing that, nickname. unless they have changed the city rules, I don't think they ever have. It is still technically not legal for someone who is not white to own land in Lake Oswego. Like it's still on the what? books. They've never, unless they've gone back and changed it. It used to be yeah. illegal. To for, it used to be that. illegal for a non-white to own land in Lake Oswego. Yeah, everybody else, everyone knows that. I mean, the, did you see it? You I don't it? have it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're not going to say it on the air. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I yeah. now I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know, I'm not even that. I got pulled over three times. Oh god. Yeah, that seems like I used to a terrible at, place. I used to work at Lloyd Center and around well, Christmas. You also, you don't look like a Richie. That's the thing. Yep. You're not a blue blood. They smell the pores on you. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Manchester by the Sea is a more magical place than Lake Oswego. <laughs> and, Greg, this reminded me of, uh, of you because this man is quite the entrepreneur in Manchester by the Sea. Uh, this man is packaging and selling the region's record-setting snowfall. He's actually charging people to mail them bottles full of snow, and people are actually buying it because of you know, it's Great. the heaviest snow that there's been in some time. God so this guy's it. name is Kyle Waring. He started a, com- a company called uh, ShipSnowYo.com. So he's the proprietor of this. He said he came up with the idea of putting snow into water bottles and shipping it across the country while shoveling it with his wife in their Manchester by the Sea home. So Good for him. Yeah, he's. People are people buying, are buying this. it. People are buying this. I, so uh, Kyle Waring says a 16.9 ounce bottle of snow costs 19.99 to ship almost anywhere in the United States. 
Uh, the website states um, it will not be shipped anywhere in the Northeast, uh, but it, and it also warns that it might be turned to water by the time you by the time it arrives at your place. He's like not he's, even guaranteeing it's going to be cold, like frozen. It can't be. I, but he's not even like frozen shipping. You know, he could like when you ship. Like dry ice or whatever. Yeah, something like that. No, it's just like a bottle of snow he scoops up well, there's for the, 1999. You can get the 1999 bottle of snow that will probably turn into water, but if you get the more expensive snow package, which is $89, it features <laughs> six pounds of snow being shipped in a styrofoam container that the company will guarantee to keep the product in snow form. Who's buying that? For $90, six pounds of snow. And like for $120, you can get a 10-pound package of snow. But I are mean, people really buying it? Like, is he making money or is he just being goofy? This is a story because some people, and it's like some people have actually purchased the snow. So if he's at least made, sold up like 10 of those, he's made a profit. But it's, it's, it's not like it's like blizzard snow that fell on like Phoenix. Like it snows in Massachusetts. I know. Every well, year. Regardless, what are you going to do with snow? Who wants like, snow? What am I going to do with that? Like if I order that mm-hmm. and it's just basically, it's just a water bottle that you're getting. Because the snow is already melted for like the 1999 one. It's like a, yeah, twenty dollar bottle of what am I going to do? Snow water. Drink it. Drink it. I will sell you Portland rainwater. That's what I'm going to start doing. You Although it hasn't rained that. here for a while. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's. They sold. Never mind. Them. I'm not saying anything more. Oh God, Greg, you are not buying <laughs> the website right now. No, just do it later. We're doing the show right Ooh. now. So- Ooh. Oh God, it's a bit okay. Hurry. Shh. All right, finally. I do have a disturbing story. This was sent to me. I'm not going to. I'm telling you it's disturbing. So it's disturbing. Does it involve yogurt? It does not involve yogurt. <laughs> I am not doing that story. That story's just even too gross for me. Uh, it's magical. It is something. All right, and here we go. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me. A married TV presenter. Uh, so this is out Uh-oh. of uh, <laughs> Moscow. The married, I'm assuming, is key in this. Uh, kind of. Okay. I think also the phrase from Moscow. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> a married TV presenter who took a mysterious blonde stranger to a sauna. This <laughs> <laughs> gets better and better. Huh. Passed out and woke up without his testicles. Oh, my God. Dmitry Nikolov, 30 years young, from Moscow, was no. out drinking. This, ha- this really happens. I'm saying be careful who you go home with, people. What? What? was out drinking at his local bar when an attractive woman approached him and struck up a conversation. After they had had some drinks and spent some time together, they hailed a taxi and went to a nearby sauna, where she offered him a beer and they kissed a little bit. The next thing he kissed remembers... Kissed a little bit. The next did, thing, did he write that? <laughs> you know, and then we just kissed a little bit. Well, they, they wrote smooched, and I didn't want to say smooched. Yeah, so that's worse. Kissed yeah. a little bit. All right, uh, the next thing that... They tongued uh, each other for a while. The, they licked each Whoa. other's insides of their no. mouths. Uh, the next thing that Dmitry Nikolov remembers is waking up, feeling an, tonsil ac- diving. an acute pain below the waist and noticing that he had spots of blood on his pants. He said, I met a girl at a bar and we went to the sauna. I remember I had a beer and then that's when I don't remember anything. It was only when he arrived at the hospital that doctors told him that he'd been drugged and his testicles removed by someone who oh was clearly God. an expert in castration. Was this all like an elaborate excuse because he was married and he was trying to get away... Russia, well, let me tell you, this guy. I mean, been, were they really gone? Did no, somebody verify that? So, there's test. Wait, if his testicles are really gone? Yeah, he's at the hospital. Where the doctor said that an expert in castration took yeah, his balls. All right. A Russian police believe that Dmitry was targeted by a, uh, a criminal gang, a Russian criminal gang that sells organs on the black market. 
So he said, I thought it was just a cut, but doctors told me after they looked at it that my testicles had been removed. He spent hours in intensive care where doctors underwent a second operation to close it. Um, His skin was the person, the blonde, mysterious lady who brought him to the sauna and drugged his beer, uh, originally cauterized it and was a clean cut. Oh, my God. So they believe the culprit may have been a doctor or even a vet. Dimitri, meanwhile, feel a little less bad for him. So when his wife asked him what was wrong, he told his wife that he was forced to undergo emergency surgery on his genitals because of a sudden serious illness. No mention about the blonde lady he was in, oh the, in the sexy sauna with. You know she's going to find out. Got a That's case one of the, the ballpox. I had to go. One of the ones you just want to fess up. If you have any kind of yeah relationship with somebody, I think you would notice if their balls were missing. <laughs> what do you mean? They're, they're just a lot smaller. <laughs> they were there this morning. What the hell? They've never been there. I don't know you what you're talking sh- about. Did you check the shower? Yeah. <laughs> I was with, oh, they, God. How? Can they do I, testicle reemplacement surgery? They have, they have like, fake balls. I feel like there's more to this. Because, yeah, that's exactly. What are they going to do That's what I mean. Like, that? Yeah, I know they have fake ones if you have surgery and you want to look aesthetically Oh, but you mean, like, same. what would they do with the but testicles? Can they, like, I don't yeah. think you can reattach, like, stunt testicles, like. Yeah, it's not like an. I don't. I mean, do they work the same way as like a liver transplant? Like, oh, we. This is weird to say. Greg and I are the same ball type, so yeah. he loses his, and I can give him one. <laughs> yeah. What I mean, donate him. A one. weird way to say yeah, it. That but, is very odd. But, but still, like, well, the not point mine. Is there. Mine aren't connected anymore. They'll be useless to you. All right. Someone just posted a oh, Snopes yeah, article think. saying that it might not be real, but it's not definitively not real. But it's saying that it, it might possibly not be real. I want it to be real because I like the I idea mean, of him trying to tell his wife, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not that surprised if something like that does happen in Russia. So it seems like there's a lot of shit in Russia that, yeah, it's a horrible place, but I'm just wondering what they would do with it. I could see it more as like a punishment or something like this see, guy that was I cheating get. on someone. Right. I'm like, all right, well, fine. You know, banging some gangster's girlfriend. Yeah. Or yeah so this says the Snopes article says it's sadly unlikely a crime such as the one described truly constitutes a profit center for gangs in any country. As testicles are neither a commonly purchased medical commodity nor a commonly transplanted organ. Organs of any description are delicate and difficult to transport. See, like, I, I could, yeah, I could see that as a punishment. I don't know. Maybe the wife was in on it all along. I don't know. <laughs> all right, there you have it, my friends. There's your world crazy. That's just disturbing. I'm not. Be careful in Russia. Don't go home with a hot blonde stranger. Just don't go to Russia, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. Any more? Not look at that fun, huh? What would you do with it? I don't know, Greg. I can't figure that out. All right. What's All right. he doing with those balls? I don't know. What's he doing in there? What would he do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we probably. Uh, Really, we're going to end it on balls? I think. Well, I don't know where else to go from there. Quite <laughs> yeah. honestly, that's what I was trying to think of something to, well, I want to, to spin this to. Before and we... I wasn't quite sure where to where to take it. Are you still doing that website thing? I'm not even pressing anything. What are you? <laughs> oh, talking I saw about? you over there. So you know maybe... that 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 rainwater and I don't think you're allowed to sell Portland rainwater. Why not? Because I think it's a publicly owned municipality thing. Because it goes Sue back me. into our water system. Stop me, man! Greg, getting all like, bring it, bitches. Wow. Try it. You face Greg. Don't face the wrath of Greg. That's right. Yeah, maybe you're not supposed to. Yeah, you're not. Well, since because the city did try to sell water once, Bull Run Water, and it didn't work. Try and stop me. Dun dun dun. I'm a rebel. Okay, I'll go underground. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, since it didn't, since you didn't uh, play the episode yet with Kenny and Keelan, we do want to give a very happy, happy, happy birthday. Mr. Aaron Duran. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Does this mean I get to extend it? You get no. to now it's official. No, no yeah. you've already had an no. entire weekend. No. I'm not going to say that. That's not official birthday. But I haven't. Rules. I've been gone all weekend. I didn't get a chance you, to celebrate. Yes, with you Aaron. can wish him a happy birthday. Okay, well, so you can celebrate it, but only with Sarah because you've already. Uh, everybody else has already acknowledged it. Only I with I don't know if everybody has. No, I don't think so. Because his, bir- his birthday kind of This got- is like one of those direct violation of birthday rules. No, this is, but you have to admit, this his is birthday kind of took a bad yeah, turn. With my the- birthday was a rough day. Well, now you're asking for something else. Now you're asking for an extension because of extenuating circumstances. That's a different kind of thing. Now for that... But it's Aaron. It's Aaron and those <laughs> circumstances on Aaron's birthday. He gets extra days for that's right. that. The, okay, that's different though than what was being requested earlier. Now, the extension for extenuating circumstances... That I can agree with, yeah. All right. Okay, all right. We'll get one more day. One more day. One more day. Yeah. Well, one I mean, more day. I mean, it's been. This will be the fourth day. It's the fourth day of birthday celebration. That's more than a week. I would say this is pretty extenuating. I spent most of yesterday uh, dealing with my dog's uh, bleedy foot. So I saw that. Yeah, he's all wrapped up right do? now. He's a greyhound, so they just if they get a cut, they bleed like crazy. Uh-huh. So his paw. I still got to mop our house. Like our our house looks like a Jackson Pollock painting right now. Oh, like wow. the floor. Just oh, there's little just little buddy. Yeah, because he doesn't know. Because he doesn't hurt him. It's not any. He's not in any pain. So when we were Jen and I were gone for a few hours yesterday, we just came home to little red dots everywhere. And he just walked around the house the whole time. <laughs> we're gone. Just gonna put blood everywhere, guys. I guess you can kind of see where he went then. Yeah. No. Now we know exactly where he walks when no one's home. You can see his walking patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. A uh, couple of things. One, thank you to H&R Block, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and they are helping us out with our taxes, which I have such things to say about QuickBooks, but um, <laughs> H&R Block is fantastic. Oh, yeah. So uh, they have been helping us out. Give Gilbert a call. You can get your taxes set up over there at H&R Black on Sandy and 28th. Their phone number is 503-231-8888, which is where you can call Gilbert. Get your tax appointment now. He is awesome. Yes, we had him is. on the show a while ago. You can go to funemploymentradio.com and, and Google him. It was pretty cool. Cool. So Gilbert, H&R Black. And Aaron, do you have a new them. show today? Uh, we're going to replay the Fifth Element show. Yes. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, because I've been super busy because I started a new job this week. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. That's cool. Oh, well, I love the fifth element too because of Sarah Brightman singing. Sarah Brightman's the alien? No, she's not. Yes, she is. No. We're going to have Wait to a talk minute. about this. Over. Well, back it up just a second. I want to know this. No, the. Ooh, 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 That's ooh. not Sarah Brightman. That is Sarah Brightman. <laughs> well, who is it? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know. We're going to have to. We'll, we'll leave it. I can't do. I'm playing many things on my computer right now, so I really can't. Look I can. It up. Okay, there. I'm seeing conflicting. I mean, it's, from what I'm looking Ooh. at, it seems like Sarah Brightman. Okay, so Drive Time of the Drive-In will be here on <laughs> Fun Employment Radio yeah. on the Fun Employment Radio Network. This will air at about. I like. I'm willing to bet like money that that's Sarah Brightman. 5:30 p.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network. You're yes. talking about the one who's singing it or the one who's acting in it? Singing and acting. She's act singing and acting. The Blue Alien. Yes. No. Okay. All right, well, singing we'll, and acting. No. Well, uh, you're playing it out, but I feel like I we am, haven't I'm resolved this thing. I know. God damn it! All right, well, we'll, we'll here, do what, that. Do you want me to pull it back? No, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll go. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Radio Network.